we missing homie Angel today, so I'm gonna get an Angel answer. You gotta know how to read the room, man. You gotta know how to read the room. <laughs> how y'all doing, man? How was y'all week? We good, man. It's been a good week so far. You know, I've uh, a lot of good TV, man. A lot of good TV this week. You know, I'm excited yeah. about Snowfall. Snowfall's tonight or this week. Uh, I was able to catch that Kanye doc, part one. Mm-hmm. Everybody catch part one? Honestly, yeah. I haven't yet, man. I need to get into it, though. I just keep hearing great things about it, and I feel like I'm uh, I'm missing out on the experience to be, you know, being able to watch it with everybody and stay, you know, current in the conversations about it. So I need to get on it. Think you subconsciously boycotting Kanye because of the way? No, no, I, no, you man. Look, I love Kanye. I'm, I just keep it a buck. I just I dislike some of his behaviors. That's it, you know, and yeah. his, and the motivation behind his behavior. So, um, I mean. I've always been a, a Kanye fan. I've even got a clown for being a diehard Kanye fan for, you know, large part of my adulthood life. But uh, I'm excited to see the, the documentary because I hear it's, you know, it's really about who Kanye was and his relationship with his mother. And um, I know that that's like an integral part of his his uh, life story and his art, even his art, you know. So I, I'm looking forward to to getting it. Hey, man, I, I'm going to be real. He willed himself. Listen, obviously, God blessed him with the, with the talent, right? I, we can all say that. He willed himself to where he is now, right? And I think we forgot about that because of all his antics. I, I never I never lost sight of that. I, I lost most, sight of it, Keith. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the most valuable asset Kanye has provided to me this entire time was his, his self-determination, his willpower, his confidence for people to watch that in his music and, and now watching this documentary, seeing it. And who the hell was checking for Kanye back then? This, he had a whole camera crew following him at a point in his life where he didn't have nothing really going for himself. And it's making up for a lot of, it's, put, it's, it's filling in a lot of dots and a lot of blanks for, yeah. for the stuff that I wonder, you know, you hear a lot of names in the music and you know, now you've seen a face in his relationship with these people right. and how they deteriorated or how it elevated. Um, or how it, you know, it's progressed. And so I think it's a real treat, Jason, if you watch it. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like, think he's like having social media back then. We didn't have, you know, how you can, you can be a fan right now and consume so much different content. Mm-hmm. And Kanye didn't have that for 1999, 1998, you know, that time period. So now wow, it goes way back then, bro. It starts from like 98, man. And oh, wow. That's amazing. I'm thinking about, I was like, what grade was I in? What was I even doing before you even heard of who he was, you know? Sixth so, grade. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's, it's, crazy. it's a great... Uh, you know, seventh grade. I don't know where I was in 1998. Imagine if that documentary would have come out with the college dropout. Like, I don't know if exactly. you remember 50 Cent, um, Get Rich or Die Trying, they had, like, a documentary attached. Yeah. The game had one, too, with him, yeah. right? Imagine how much bigger he would have been, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know why. It was just, like, his name was always there. Right. Well, because he was producing other people's stuff, you know. Right, but I never really felt like he was the underdog at any time. But clearly, watching this documentary, it shows he had to jump through a couple of, jump over a couple hurdles to get the music out, and it just made me, like, I caught myself smiling from ear to ear. I agree. It was little growing him, man. Yeah, man. It was. It was a good watch. I'm not gonna lie to you. Another takeaway that I took from it was the importance of his mother in his life right like i i think that if you look at where people say kanye kind of went left 
It probably was around the same time that his mom passed away, right? And I don't know if that was from grief. Like, grief brings on a lot of different things for your mental health, right? And so he could be experiencing something with grief. But him, the, the relationship between him and his mother, uh, I was almost envious, envious of it just watching it. Because I was like, man, that they, they're having real conversations. And they're having, uh, like, a real... Uh, nurturing moment and i don't know you know my mother my mother raised me in such a manner that i was in fear of her more than uh nurturing like she she was raising me to be a man there was no man in the house so she I, she kind of instilled a fear in me and i i wish that i had that kind of relationship of uh like a nurturing mother sometimes and you know just watching i was like oh man that, that had to have been a great relationship so yeah i wonder how mothers feel watching it you know people who are mothers like my boy, uh, one of my boys, he told me that his mom actually commented on Kanye's relationship with his mom. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I really love how they had that relationship. But I also, to give my friend credit, his mom was a great mom and they have a really close relationship. And yeah, I just still think about hearing you talk about it, too. Now I'm thinking about, you know, all right, that wasn't an isolated uh, takeaway. Like, I'm right. sure there are more people who feel that way. So I wonder... Um, how our moms would feel about relation, you know, watching that relationship between Kanye and his mom. And, you know, obviously everything that we watch, everything that we do, we kind of compare it against ourselves in a way to relate to it. So right. recognizing that. And, and I think we all, I haven't even seen it, but even before seeing that, I know Kanye had a rare type of relationship with his mom, you know, just in thinking, how do they feel about that? You know? But, yeah. you know, like I would say, for example, like my mom, right. My mom was very nurturing, but it, she was also very strict too. Yeah. And I think that there was a certain blueprint or like a cookie cutter um, example of the way men were supposed to do or what, like it, my mom was like, you're going to graduate high school. You're going to go to college. You're going to get a good job. Right. Like, and when I told her I wanted to be a designer, she was like against it, you know, subtly, you know, I can, you know, when you can just tell when somebody, you have someone's full support. And it was just interesting watching his mom. It was like, she was his cheerleader in this industry where it's like, yo, it's pretty hard to make it in this industry. But she seemed like she had his back. She didn't have a doubt. She didn't have any doubt. She didn't have any doubt, right? She was rapping his lyrics. Like she was oh. like, oh, I love this one rhyme you said. And and she and she remembered it wasn't just the name of the song. She actually knew the words to it and was helping him like remember the stuff. He probably even forgot it. I think and she helped him remember the lines. Too. Nah, she said, "You play tracks like Michael Jordan shoot free throws." Free throws. And I was like, "Dog!" <laughs> it was like, yeah. like if he didn't have confidence at that point when he heard that from his mama, he was like, "Yeah, I can do this." She right? Gave him that confidence. That's and, and that's and, and that's yeah. and that's 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 the most crucial part and the most beautiful part about it. I can think about my mom and there's a lot of times in my life where I didn't feel like I could do something or I wasn't good enough for stuff. And my mom was always the person that was always letting me feel like I could do anything. And I think that's important for mm -hmm. a man to have is mm -hmm. confidence and self-determination because everybody else is going to tell you no for their own selfish reasons or whatever. And Kanye never let that deter him. And you always wonder why. And then you see him watching, watching, the, you know, reminiscing with his mom and you think to yourself, that's where it came from. Mm -hmm. And of course he could do this. It's that he's entitled to it because his mom said it was so. And you know, I was smiling. I was on the bed like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Like I was, I was in awe of the whole thing too. And I'm like, wait a minute, she's gone. But she, this moment, I'm, I'm sure he's glad he has that for the rest of his life. Man. And I have a cousin, bro. Let me tell you, he lost his mom at a young age. 
Not that I subscribe to astrology, but he's also a Gemini, right? And he always, he's he's kind of falling on hard times and he's battling um, alcoholism, right? And he'd be like, bro, you got your mom. He always tells me that. And I'm like, bro, you need to, I don't not necessarily get over it, but it's like, bro, you got kids now. You got to man up. You can't just keep leaning on, I don't have my mom. I don't have my mom. Because if your mom was here, you wouldn't be able to just lean on her as a grown man, 30 plus year old man. Right. But seeing Kanye, his relationship with his mom and how some people would say he kind of lost it or he went crazy after his mom passed away. I can understand. It, it kind of gave me empathy, more empathy for my cousin who's going through his situation, you know, because right. I do have my mom and me and my mom are like this, you know? Yeah. And um, it's just, you know, we we often forget the important, the motherly, uh, the importance of the motherly role, you know? I agree. So watching that relationship also made me realize, so the, the, the flack that the mama boy gets, right? From, from the girlfriend, from the homeboys, from, you know, the world. Like we demon, I don't want to say demonized, but we did something when like the label mama's boy almost became, uh, what's the word? Uh, like taboo. Like a girl, if, if a guy was labeled a mama boy, like a girl almost wouldn't date you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like at some point we need to go back to that because being a mama's boy, probably in hindsight, wasn't a bad thing, you know? People probably demonized it or looked down on it because they couldn't control you the way they wanted to. Yeah. And, and your mom had your ear, your mom had your best heart, you know, your best interest at heart. And never somebody was trying to get between you to get you to do something or use you for whatever they want to use you for. And your connection with your mom is going to hinder that relationship. Right. And, um, I, you know, I had my mom and my dad and I was probably a mama's boy as well. Cause I think she just had a way of understanding me differently. There's things I couldn't express to my father that I could express to her and she could hold it for me and look out for me in the future kind of stuff like that. So, um, Kimo, you consider yourself a mama's boy? Oh yeah. Jason, mama's boy. No, sir. <laughs> Brandon, mama's boy? I'm definitely a mama's boy. I don't okay. call mama's boy people. And I think at a certain point, though, it's a slippery slope, right? It is important to have that relationship with your mom. But when it comes to, like, finding a significant other, it, it's there's a hard balance. It's hard to balance sometimes, right? When all you know is your mom, now you got you you got a different type of love for this other individual. And it's almost like, I don't want to say a swap, but it's like, you know, in the, in the Bible, they say like, you leave your parents and you cleave unto your, your wife. wife, right? And so I want to speak to uh, the mama's boys that are married. How was that transition, right? Like leaving cleaving to your mom to now it was rough <laughs> right it was rough it was, it was fucking it was the hardest part of my marriage uh, and it's hard because it's your mama right like yeah it's not too many things you wouldn't do for your mother right and right for somebody that's asking you to do it and it's not your own idea it's not your own thought it feels wrong it feels foreign it feels like hell nah but it's not nothing really wrong with it and i've had the conversation with my mom and she was like, oh, no, babe, like, no, that's your wife now. Like, you got to go do this. But like turning it, like being pushed out and turning your back, like feeling like you had to turn your back in a way, it was weird. It's a weird thing to get used to, but nothing really changed. You know what I mean? It, right. Nothing really changed. Like, she's still my mom, 
But now that same support, that same love I get from my wife. And I had to make that, I had to make that switch in order to activate that in my wife. Does that make sense? It's, it's not yep. easy, but it's something that I'm, I'm as, as a single person that's not married right now, I would say be prepared for that. You know, get prepared for that um, because it's something that has to happen. You have to, there can only be one, you know, one person in that seat. The woman is a woman in your life. It's either your mom or your wife. And your mom's, and your mom's there by default. Yeah. Your mom's there like, like default, like your entire life. But when you get a wife, it's like, you got to step aside. Yeah. And let her fill that, you know, fill that role. I didn't have that issue. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, I mean, I think it's documented now. Uh, I, I respect my mother's uh, position, uh, but we were not extremely close. Like my mom did a great job in raising me, but uh, you know, it just wasn't that kind of relationship where we, that we were like really cool. Um, and so when I got married, like she liked Keisha enough, but it wasn't like Keisha wasn't replacing my mom just because, you know, at least in that, it didn't, there wasn't, that was, my mother didn't hold that kind of position, I guess, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it wasn't an issue. And I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I guess I'm, th- I'm thankful for it because it does seem like that could be something that weighs on the guy. You know, you're almost like you're picking between two most important women in your life right that can be that can be heavy and so yeah i'm, I'm good i'm glad i didn't have to kind of like brandon how you said the other day or was that jason i mentioned like having relationships with people as a friends and they they know you so well for over these 20 years 30 years whatever your mom knows you 100 percent. and so right like now I, my wife i can go to my wife for advice or to talk to her about certain things and she knows me just as well now so i don't i don't feel like i'm losing anything. I'm not missing anything because my mom, I don't have to call my mom and say, Hey, do you think I should do this? Or this happened to me at work today. How do you think I should handle this? I can talk to my wife now. Who's going to be like, yeah, you probably need to say this next time that happens. Like, you know, so it's, it's just, it's foreign, but I think it's going to come to a point where most people have to deal with that. And um, I don't know how other races deal with it, but I know for, for black men that it seems to be uh, some, some others are hesitant to rel- to relinquish that role as well. Yeah. You know, not every mom's going to be welcoming to that idea like they want to be number one and it could stem from selfish reasons bitterness whatever you know Um, a lot of it is i raised you and i put up with you for this amount of years and i got you where you are mm -hmm. now this new person comes and if y'all been dating from one to seven years or whatever even let's say 20 years right right yeah like i've been here longer than that so they have this kind of like this sense of entitlement to you right and then like let's say god forbid things don't work out with the girlfriend or significant other you gonna if you don't if you don't balance that situation correctly now the mom's mom mom is scorned now right right i told you she wasn't this and she wasn't that because it's like (laughs) they're fighting for your attention indirectly you know and uh yeah it's a struggle like for me even when i'm when i'm uh start to date right like i go to my mom's i go to her house a couple times a week you know just i might bring the trash cans in or whatever but whenever i start dating it's like that's less right yeah, sure I do that a lot less and now it's like dang you don't come over no more you don't hang out and it's like how do you balance that without offending moms but also you know, making room for growth in your new situation. In relationship. You know, right? It's, yeah, it's tough, man. 
I'm surprised that Jason said he wasn't a, a, a mama's boy because I know him and his mom are real close, you know? And yeah, I was surprised by that answer, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can explain when he gets back home. Yeah, he'll get um, back. His computer crashed, but he'll be back. <laughs> yeah, no, but moms are crucial, man. Um, yeah. Like, when I was in college, and my grades didn't pan out the way they were supposed to. I feared my dad. I was not telling him shit. My mom had to massage the truth and to, you know, to save, to help, you know, because my dad was a certain way and uh, he wanted, you know, he expected the best. And my mom right. was like, yo, this physics, this, I'm not getting, I'm not passing physics right now. <laughs> like, well, I'm not passing, it was calculus as a matter of fact. I was like, yo, I'm about to get this C in calculus. And my dad, yeah. the C wasn't good enough. And um, I was like, yo, I got that C and I fucking was the happiest. Yeah. I was happier than the other A's I got. <laughs> I got that C. That C took more out of me than, you know, to my other classes and my mom she could she understood that and so i remember going to her about that and she was like so when, when the grades came out she helped me like sit in front of my dad and tell him and he actually was open you know he was he responded a lot better than i thought he was and um so i'll, I'll always be a mama's boy for that you know? but that's why we need that balance though right mm -hmm. so i mean i think your dad him being strict it probably put an extra you know, fire on your behind. Of course, of course. I, and I needed it. And that's like, that's the thing. I didn't model you, and you ended up wrong. like not really achieving your mm -hmm. max potential because they're yep. always making excuses. Like, yep. oh, it's okay. You know, like it'll be better next time. Whereas Daddy is like, nah, bro. What are you doing? You need right. to get together. You know. So I think that's why it's important um, to have that. And if it's, even if it's not that, someone in the in the fatherly role, right? Like a, a male role model to, to hold you accountable. So. Did y'all see that video I posted about the uh, the married man at the beach in Miami? Yeah, you no, want to do no, no. touch on Go ahead. So this guy is on a guy's trip in Miami and he's 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 married, but he's he's not with his wife, he's with his guys. So he sees this woman in the in the water, and for whatever reason he decides to walk up to her and talk to her. They took a picture together, or he took a picture of of her or whatever to help her out or whatever and um there's a video of it and he's basically they they met they disappear they go back their separate ways the girl goes home from her trip and she posts on tiktok like you know i met this cool guy can you guys help me find him i hope he's not married well he was married so now he's in this turmoil with his wife because he's appearing in this video that's going viral of him like holding hands and hugging on this girl in the water who's obviously cooing over him and feeling some kind of way that you know like she could have got some kind of vibe from him and wanted his phone number kind of thing and so he's on this like press tour right now with his wife uh apologizing and all that stuff and um wait he's with her on he's still with his he's with his own wife he's still his and wife they, is, they're doing interviews together yeah they did an interview they did an interview for the shade room of all sources and uh they did that interview with the shade room basically the, the wife wow. said she lost trust and all that stuff and they, they're in therapy now but the question yeah, was, I mean, is it, was it wrong for him to take a picture with that woman? I think the way she got her, I'm looking at the picture now. She got her little thing out. It's sticking out. He looking like, oh, I'm busted. You know? <laughs> Look, you know? I think, what was the nature of that conversation anyway? And that's and why we, did she feel so comfortable? Just, she looked like, she, it looked like that's her man. He looking yeah. like, babe, I don't want to be here. But really, this is a perfect stranger that he met. And, you know, I think there's a way in which we you're supposed to carry yourself when your woman is around. Uh -huh. And there's a way that you carry yourself when your woman isn't around. But you still got to have a certain level of respect for her, right? 
And yeah. I think bro maybe didn't exude the proper respect for his woman in that moment. Like, I I, I don't know. I don't, I, I think I would, I would, that's a violation if you ask me. I yeah. don't know. Definitely. Y'all talking about old boy? Yeah. yeah boy oh, the, boy. In the water. <laughs> Did you watch? Yeah, you man. The, yeah, you know, the worst part of the video was was how he tried to justify it at the end. Yeah. It's like, bro, let it go. Yeah, take like, that L. You yeah, just take that L. And, and, get up and out nothing, you can't fix it. You're in the yeah. picture with this woman. So her, she gets this, she has a part of the narrative she can say that nobody can dispute, whether it's true or not. And you put yourself in that position because you went over there and y'all in a video together, like the right. whole video right. together. So uh, I was, in, I, I felt more for his wife because, you know, she's hurt. You could tell some, you know, it's definitely going to be an L for her. She's probably embarrassed and it kind of devalues. That's why I'm surprised she's on a, on the interview tour with yeah, her. Yeah, I said the same thing. I was like. <laughs> oh man, they do anything the for clout, like, how, like Cardi B and uh, Offset said, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it, if you're getting some attention off of it, take it and run with it. Because a, a black woman can, oh, well, let me not just, let me not generalize. Well, no, we, can we a woman about? will, they don't want to be embarrassed. Right. Hey, that's number one. That's like that's, that's that's number one. They don't want to be embarrassed. Right. And the fact that he did embarrass her and now she's uh, a, a partner in this a tour leads me to believe that something fast in the get, sniff I test. Get, right? I, I get what you're saying, <laughs> Baker, but I get what you're saying. But there's there's the other side of it. where OK. People get embarrassed every day doing all sorts of things online. They go viral. So okay. in their mind, they went viral, right? So now they're looking at it as an opportunity to take their family, I guess, or use this as an opportunity to repair themselves to another level. Yeah, they, I guess they're trying to get on. What's that show where all the divorcees get on there? What's the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Couple, uh, a couple, couple rehab or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I told my wife the same thing. I said, they're going to probably end up on that next year. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, there you go. This is, this is his, this is bro's embarrassment. So you embarrass me. So now I'm gonna go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I need to show my friends that you committed, and this is how you do it by standing next to me. It's almost mm. like a public form of humiliation, but also yeah. like a reaffirming of of their relationship too. At the same time, through humiliation, though. But that's how you. Yeah. But that's how you. Shame. You got to shame. shame. That's a no go. No go. So because why? I don't got to explain myself. Whoa. I thought that's what I'd be my position. Look, my boys was there. This is what it is. I don't have to explain myself. You feel me? Check. Even if you got to go pull phone records, right? But if you can't do that, then that means where there's smoke, there was probably fire, bro. Sure. Got caught sure. Out there. Hey, let's keep sure. it a buck. Can we keep it a buck for the homie? Go ahead. He was on vacation with his boys. He ran into this, these ladies and chicks on the beach. They were having a good time. <laughs> Here we <you> go. <laughs> he probably thought he was about to go somewhere, you know, just, you know, on the trip, whatever, you know, or not. Because I, I, I think from my memory, they didn't exchange information, which is why she went. She says that he gave her yeah. a number, but she forgot it. He's saying he never gave her a number. But she got the video of them talking for five minutes. So it's no telling what. Actually, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm I'm bail the homie out. I'm gonna give him something to bail out on. I doubt that he was thinking it was gonna go any further than that. He was just having a good time. Mm -hmm. hey, he was that. thinking, I'm trying to have a good time tonight. Yeah. That's what he was thinking. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't gonna go there. I wasn't gonna go there. Okay, this is bringing a larger question. You with the homies, right? And sometimes 
as the married bro or the, the the relationship bro, sometimes you might have to take one for the team. She could have had a couple of homegirls right there, right? So, yo, you talk to her, you talk to her, boom, and they haven't come. It could have been harmless, but it didn't look That's harmless. That's what I think it was. I think it was harmless because the homie's married and got three kids. I doubt that he's trying to risk it all. He and got three kids? He, they got, yeah, they got with his wife. So I, I, I heard him say, like, oh, you have to be there to understand. You have to be there. But, you know, the video doesn't say it all. Obviously, the video says enough to get you in trouble, bro. <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe there's more to it, and which is why I'm trying to give him some bail here where it's like, okay, maybe he was just taking one for the team. He was just chopping it up, you know, temporary little. Engagement. You know the thing that stood out to me, though? Go ahead, B. I'm sorry. She hugged him, though. Like, they had a whole embrace moment. That ain't taking one for the team, bro. Like, how do you explain that? You like, can't. It's a perfect stranger. Yeah. Oh no, it's definitely that's not the scenario. That's that scenario at that beach. If it was four girls and four guys, and then that just happened on the side, maybe you could argue that. But this case is completely solo. He went over oh, there. Oh, tell only. us more, Kimo. Well, no, I'm saying like <laughs> that. that <laughs> argument, let's, let's leave that argument for those who may need it in the future. He can yeah. use All right. to take it for the team argument right. because yeah. he went over there by himself. <laughs> it wasn't no other girls there in that video, in that picture, in that vicinity. So. He can't use that argument. Mm. I don't want to give him the. the yeah, it was I don't a really was bad look. And what yeah, was the part? Who was recording that? This is why live in the moment. Don't you just live in the moment? Why do you have to have your camera out, taking video, photo, Snapchat, everything? Like, man, my man got he got lined yeah, up, man. man. It's, it's yeah. smelling like he got lined yeah, up, like, man. And man, man. was like, look at her, look at my friend. She finna go after what she want. Like, and bro, they, they're documenting the uh, what happened. Yeah, lined well, no, up. she was worse. she was in the water. The girl was taking a video of her. His <laughs> dumb ass walked into the video. That's what was going on. She was getting her TikTok, her, she was getting her little reel on or whatever, her little uh, stories on for Instagram. And the dude walked up to her and they kept going. Uh, and that's what you're seeing. You're seeing that video. That's thinking. what's happening. Yeah, hey. yeah. You're right, Kimbo. We can't give him that. that uh, can't give him that bill. He, he, yeah, he was wild. Jeezy said it. Still one rule. Don't get caught. Bro got caught. <laughs> this don't do it. You got caught sniffing, bro. Not when you got oh, three kids at home, bro. Not when you got three kids. Not yeah, why no, you risk that? What you doing, that's, dog? It's, that's yeah. yeah. But, uh, some, let me ask you this, and Kimo, this is kind of to you, because I know what these two gonna say. Go ahead. But Kimo, how often would? Oh, let me not say how often. Could you envision yourself going on a vacation to a beach like that without your wife? I went to I went to where did I go? Okay. In June, I went to Dominican Republic without uh, your wife. Yeah, oh my my, my line brothers. Oh, I, uh, last year in June. Hey, Baker, I, I think the whole. Baker, I don't know what you're trying to do. Oh, I'm like, look, he was FaceTiming the whole week. Babe. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, this is not good, bro. No, we had we had some female tag for a couple for a couple days. I let her know. I said, hey, some of my line brothers met these girls at the airport. They needed a ride because they they uh, flight got canceled, so they were stuck in a different part of the island. Yeah, they had to rent a dad to rent a car, and they ended up coming with these two women. And I, I, they was they we saw them for like I think two days in a row, and I was like, okay, look, <laughs> hey, I don't I don't know who these people are. I don't know who these girls are. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna see them, you know, uh, in Booyah. I just let her know what was just going be, on. Just be transparent. transparent. Control the narrative. You don't want no no yeah no doubt no none of that shit when yeah, it don't have to be. But, but would you let your girl 
go on a vacation to somewhere like that, either by herself or with the homegirls. Without by yourself is sketch, unless you go yeah, on like a backpacking is- trip. But yeah. it's, by yourself it's is sketch, girl. right? Who's taking yeah. the picture? Who's taking the pictures? Are you yeah, on- yeah. By yourself means you you going to meet up with somebody. On yeah, a trip that's like nuts. That. Unless you're backpacking and you don't backpack on beaches. Okay. <laughs> like you go to Thailand. Oh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem. I wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> or Ecuador or Colombia or something. But on a solo trip, like if you're. No, a solo trip would just be weird. I don't think that would really yeah, be. A solo trip. Right. That's not a thing. That's not going to happen. She's not, she's not ever asking me to do that. But but, but you wouldn't mind her going with a homegirl, right? Yeah. No, with friends, I wouldn't. But the homegirl mattered, though, right? The, uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, of, course, right. <laughs> of course the homegirl mattered. All right. That's it. All right. We good. The homegirls matter. We good. <laughs> If you want to keep it all the way real, some of my line brothers that I went on that trip almost cost me going on that trip. See, you know what I'm trying to say. So. See, see, all right, I understand. You know what I mean? It was I understand. That trip that she was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's oh, some man. dudes on that trip that y'all keep it there. So, and for good for good reason. Yeah, all right. I don't know, fellas. I think we got to tread lightly on this one because you got to remember, man, that the shoes on the other foot, the questions that still apply, like the 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 issues that you have with it, she should be able to have with it as well. So I wouldn't want my girl judging my friends and making a determination on whether I should be able to do what I want to do based on who I'm going with. Like, I just feel like that's a little- No, no, no. But once the girl realized who the friend is and she know what, she figured out who the homeboy is and what role he played in the homeboy's group. And he's like, he the one out there moving and shaking. You ain't never going on no vacation they with just nothing, you. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I was watching this meme. My homegirl posted this meme and they were talking about the crippled man that they lowered down so that Jesus could heal him, his friend. Okay. And they were like, bro's friends, the faith of his friends helped heal this man. So you don't think that the friends that you hang out with... Um, can affect your outcome or affect your situation, right? Yes. I don't know if I'm quoting it right, but I if, hear you. Birds if you got a homeboy right? that you know is on BS, your girl know he on BS. He always trying to holler at all her friends. He didn't slept with two, three of the homegirls and her friends, and she don't want you going on a trip with him, bro. I'm, you ain't, she ain't allowing it. She ain't, it ain't happening, man. <laughs> she might allow it, but when you get back, it's gonna be all hell. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It ain't worked. It. Hey, going back to that uh, that topic, though, the, the girl on the beach with the guy. I think there's a problem, too, with her coming back and putting the picture up on Instagram and searching for the dude. Like, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. That's too much. I, I agree. That's too much. Something That's why I feel like... <laughs> something in his body language or his verbiage led her to think she had a chance that's why she did that bro. Nah, but damn, man. i think i thirsty for a chance i think she knew i think she did her that. research i think she well, knew my man was married and she was trying to blow up the spot i really do man. Why he, if he just met her why would she want to blow up his spot he you know that's true he just met her bro something that bro said to her he was flirting well let's just keep it above let me ask you yeah. b would you do something like that I would not do anything. Thank you. So it's just weird that somebody would do something like that. You take a picture of a guy that you just met for a few minutes on the beach in a whole nother country, and then you blast it all over TikTok. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. (laughs) A woman can do that, but if a guy does that, it's Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's stalker. It's stalker. stalker. Why you didn't just holler at her when you had the opportunity? (laughs) And and rightfully so. It should not be okay for guys to do that. I'm not saying that they should be able to do that, but no. 
It's, Are we saying it's okay for the girls to do it? Just know, just know we play both fair on both sides. Hey, if it's supposed to be fair and equal, man. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's wrong. She. she was I mean, I've seen that trend on TikTok before, where like a, a a lady will say a firefighter came to her car accident and he was muscle, you know, built and all that stuff, and she has a video of him and she wants to take him on a date to say thank you or something like that. They applaud that kind of stuff. And there's vi- there's videos, viral videos of them being reunited and her bringing him flowers and stuff that's, like that. That's but if a dude pulled up to a girl's job and be like, oh, I noticed you worked at Chase Bank, and I you know I want to take you out tonight. I'm calling the police. Yeah, it's gonna be a restraining <laughs> order. He can't. His his account's getting blown up the bank. It's none of that. Gonna, you know, gonna I'm calling out. bullshit on them videos you're talking about, Chemo. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I don't. Out there at, at this point, everything they may not be real. They may no, not be that's real, what I'm but saying. Everything is so produced for views and oh, of course, for, yeah, no, that's and that's, that's, that's it, I'm calling. And that's what my man got caught up in. I think that's what uh, women can, women can do that, bro, and not look sketch. But if a man does it, we look sketch, bro. We just it, it is a double standard. Is. Men are doing it, whether or not. There's a lot of double standards. <laughs> they're doing it right now. So we so men are doing it right now. Men are doing that the same thing. Yeah, I mean, they may not be doing, they not may, may not be making a video with it, but they're probably showing with the women's jobs or, or you know, their apartment oh. complexes and shit like that. Yeah, without, yeah this happening. I got a homeboy a complex with a picture like, hey, y'all know who this girl is? Uh, the bank teller definitely can get hollered at. I, I I got a I got a homeboy that lost his job. I'm just I, I ain't gonna tell all this, but he was working at a job. He saw this chick. He found out where she lived. Right, <laughs> and then on his off day. <laughs> He showed up to the girl's house with flowers and stuff, oh, and she called the police on homeboy so fast. <laughs> and she reported it. So your homeboy's an Uber driver. Pick this girl up, dropped her off. Hey Jay, hey, it's hey, even hey, worse. Hey, it's it's fly. worse than the Uber driver, dog. Hey, I already know what you're getting. Yeah, Kimo know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You gotta turn that shit off. This is it's getting weird. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> lost his damn job over 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 a prospect not even show yeah, that it was going you're right I, you're right he should have lost his job you're right i yeah he ain't gonna get no that, bail that from me on that daughter your sister or your mother and that yeah. happened and bro yeah. sir, he, 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 he lost his mind off of him. <laughs> you're exactly right dude. like you don't do cable stuff. guy like even with the with the, the example of the firefighter joint right you don't know what his situation is even if he didn't have a ring on, like sometimes people don't wear their ring because of their profession. So you don't know what their situation is. Like, don't go looking for some stranger interrupting their life, bro. They was in the line of duty. They were working at the time that you seen them. <laughs> They're trying to blow up their line. If they didn't give you that energy, they didn't ask for your numbers. You missed them. Hopefully you run into them again. I said it wasn't much more. Here. He was, even if she got that energy and he wasn't giving it because he was doing his job, he was protecting her or saving her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she got what she wanted to get from it. Nonetheless, you know, respect that man and that's the end of it. You got what you, you know, got, got experience and let it go. I think that's like a fairy tale, right? That's like a movie yeah. story. It's a movie right? shit. Yeah. I think that only happens in the movies. Right. It, it may happen in real life, but you risk, are you willing to risk your job over a piece of, you know and, what I'm saying? That's, that's the thing now, too, is that the internet is so wide and big and corporations, your, your company, my company, they all use all this information. Even the things you do in your personal time on social media on your personal account, mm-hmm. if you do some BS, man, you will get fired over that. So yeah. it's like, are you like B said, are you willing to risk your job and all these other things, you know, your livelihood over some 
fairy tale story. Like, come on, I'd rather it be produced than for anybody to believe that that's real and try that. <laughs> you know, don't do that. If you, <laughs> don't do what that girl that did. Huh? You even love at first sight? Yeah, but you better get the number right away. If you don't get it right away, man. Well, sometimes, bro, don't tell me you never worked. Have you ever worked with the public and then just a real bad one come in? You'd be like, yo. And, and let me correct. You might be on your cor- mind for three days. Like, yo. Let me correct. Cool. You look at that ethics guy. You open the ethics guy. You're like, oh, <laughs> I think this is what they was talking about. Like, in the manual. You better make it. Let me correct myself, too. I don't believe in love at first sight. I believe in lust at first sight. You can start lusting over somebody. And that's even worse. You see them. I know. And that's exactly what it that's is. That's what's leading these dudes down these so, stupid paths. Bro, you can yeah. lust over her. And, it's, and I want to I want to touch on something else uh, that Brandon said. He said the bank teller can get it. Can get hollered right? at. Can get hollered at. Right? <laughs> I have a rule. If you're at work, I'm not talking to you. If you at work, I don't care how fine. I don't care what kind of energy you're giving me. If you are working, I'm not talking to you. Waiter service provider at a bank, no matter where you are, cashier, like if you're, because I, I look at it like this, in your role, customer service, if I'm interacting with you, you're mm-hmm. obviously you're doing some sort of service, right? Like a, a doctor, um, EMT, like you're showing up and you're providing a service and you're doing your best customer service. You're caring for your customer and um, you're being nice, you're being kind. Right. I'm not gonna take that personal. Like you're doing that because it's me. I don't care, you know, what kind of energy you're giving me, unless it's absolutely direct. Like, yo, um, I want to talk to you after I get off work. Like, and who no woman does that. As a matter of fact, that's a little bit too aggressive for me. So I still energy wouldn't talk. To you. Energy doesn't lie, but sometimes they be real choosy. I don't know if you know what that yeah. means. Like she's doing her job, bro. Look. She's doing her job. Think, yeah, but how do you know? How do you know she's doing her job? I think two things can be true in that case. It could be she's doing her job in certain circumstances. And the other time, some women may be giving you some extra. But you can't think that in every situation, it's going to be her giving, you know, her liking you or whatever. Some safe, women are just nice. stay in the going to smile at you, will sit you at the table, be your waitress, and that's it. Like, it's no, oh, she liked me, she gave me, you know, like, no, nah, you're crazy. But would it, be wrong, would it be wrong to give her your card, though? Like, hey, I do this. <laughs> I, 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 built, I, I, I built don't think so. If, Hit me up if you need, and then that, that's how the old school used to do it. That, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, you, if you're not bump, if you not talking to a lady, go ahead, keep. I'm sorry. I don't know, bro. It depends on your career rules. field, right? If we're talking about, like, something that's going to get you fired or whatever, then no, it's absolutely not worth it. But if you, like, in your case, you're your own boss, you don't gotta, you know, it's not illegal. You know what I mean? It's not a crime you commit. So yeah, give her your card. I don't know, man. I, I mean, if 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 I'm not dating a woman at my job and I'm not dating a woman that's working, then what about where we will meet this woman at? Yeah, you, better <laughs> meet, you better meet her at church. Go on match.com, go to oh, man. websites, man. Go find women who are intently looking for a date. You know, don't go messing with these women at work, man. But a lot don't of do people that. meet their no, wives don't do that. and get others at work, though. I've had a lot of men get mine. Yeah. I see men get their life turned upside down dating a girl at work. Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> opposite is true as well. Yeah. Man. Don't do it. I, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Hey, are you willing to roll the dice? How good do you How play? bad is she? How and bad? Then, and then here's the other side of it. You I just, I feel bad making somebody uncomfortable. So, for me, it's like if I'm putting you in that position, you're in, you're at work, and now here I am with this energy, like, Trying to finesse or whatever, 
and you're like, damn, I still got to be kind to this person, but now I don't want to give off that energy because he thinks mm -hmm. he's taking it the wrong way. All right. Like I would feel bad. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get a homie. We we missing homie Angel today, so I'm gonna get an Angel answer. You gotta know how to read the room, man. You gotta know how to read the room. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Old school dude told me he was like back in the day we took three no's before. <laughs> you know, so that first time she may not be feeling you, right? You know? Like, oh, man. oh no, no, homies I'm don't sorry. know how to take no's and answer. <laughs> you come back with the flowers. You come back with the. That's how a lot of couples and, and relationships were started back in the day. Right? I agree. We just yeah. like, no, no means next. And we're doing this serial dating thing. But if you really like something, you shouldn't be deterred by one no. Yeah. Like, what if the woman's trying to make you work for it? And like, if you got a if you got a policy where you're like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm only going to ask once. And you yeah, turn no. away. Is she trying my to make wife, you work my for it? My wife told me no. My wife told me See? no. And what you do, Look, see, we Kept working. We are married now. No, but no, I so read the room. It, how did it progress? So, thank I mean, you. you read the room. Tell us about I, it. I, I just, I, I respected her reasoning and I figured out what I needed to, to work around it. So here's the key there. There was reasoning behind it. It wasn't just mm -hmm. a hard no. It wasn't just like, oh, If no, it was, was a like, hard no, Kimo would have kept walking. He was, all right, cool. <laughs> but there was more reasoning. So then it, it with, with that additional reasoning, it kind of gave him something to work with. Now, if she's giving you something to work with, then it makes sense. It's like, okay, cool. Okay, oh, you're saying no now because, you know, like you just got out of a relationship. Okay, that just means I need to be patient. Okay, you're saying no now because I'm at work. Okay, that means I need to catch you in a different setting. Oh, you saying no now, you know, whatever it is, at least you got something to work with. But if it's just a no, like, bro, walk away. Yeah. Take your pride with you. Oh, man. but some women play hard to get, bro. But you can't, you can't, that's a dangerous ass. <laughs> See what I mean? That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> it is very true that some women play hard to get, but the, the, the one that determines it, like, you got to just sometimes it's safer to just say, all right, she said no. And she come back around later, be like, yo, I really, that wasn't really a no. Then let her say that, but don't, yeah. Nah, bro. <laughs> I guess I'm some bro, I'm gonna tell you, my aunt, my aunt always tells me this story about how she didn't want to really be with my uncle, but he was persistent and this and that, and now they happily married. You know, like, mm -hmm. come on now, we can't... I understand what you guys are saying, but I'm also saying that sometimes women, this is how they're trained to date. Like, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the mm -hmm. prize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm you can't just come with that whack game. You right. you're gonna have to show me more than just that the the you know, because some of us have a script when we go approaching women, we got the same script. Oh yeah, yeah, you beautiful, you know, <laughs> use those same words they like, bro. That's not my script, but I'm saying that yeah, yeah, a lot of men have <laughs> they got the same script, bro. A lot of men have the same script. <laughs> And women be hearing the same thing over and over again, so it's gonna take something different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have a script. Just, let's be clear, I don't have a script. I do have a. No, you got a script. You got a. No, you got no, a. No, you no, got a. No, you got a no, set of guidelines for sure. I have. I have a format. Okay, there you go. Format. Okay. And the format really is just you got to <laughs> come with the jokes out the gate, man. You gotta, you gotta, you have to bring out a laugh, a smile, or something. But I don't have no lines to be honest with you. But let's talk about it. So I feel like 
it takes women, you know, in line with what B is saying, it takes women a, a lot longer to come along, which is why there's that chase, right? I, I'm not saying abandon the chase as soon as you get some resistance. What I'm saying is be able to read the room, like Baker quoted Angel, or what Angel would yes. say if he was here, right? Be able to yes. read the room. Recognize what a no means no. Walk away gracefully. You know what I mean? Give, give her her space. But then also recognize those other cues where it's like, okay, this is just some light resistance, but she's still interested and you should continue to pursue. You got to be able to read those cues. It's not always clear, but it, the sign of, you know, uh, a pure no or discomfort, bro, get out of there. Don't do that to that woman. Mm -hmm. I do think that, that women take longer to be interested in the man and the man than it is the other way around. Like, we were saying, B called it love at first sight. I called it lust at first sight. I know what I like, right? So, so it, if visually you you are someone that I'm interested in, or I, I hear you speak, or I see what you're doing and I'm attracted to that, um, then I pretty much already know I want to pursue. But it takes a woman longer to even figure out if she wants to be chased in that way or to be, uh, you know, courted. I'll put it that way, not chased. But same thing when it comes to love. I think we talked about this previously. I don't know if we if we actually put it on one of the apps, but you know, who says it first? How how who says the L word first, right? I think Kimo asked, like, how long does it take for that word to come out the back? We didn't really get in that, but usually the men say it first. And then later on, the woman comes down the line, she's like, you know what? Even if she did feel it earlier, she's not comfortable saying it until long after the man already says it. Usually. This is just, I mean, anecdotal experience, but sure. also based on information that I've gathered from people around me, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it all falls in line when it comes to the succession of, you know, inception of a relationship, inception of meeting a person. And then, you know, there being some period where the woman is like a little resistant, but then the man, as a man, part of the your role in, in, in developing that relationship is being persistent and you know, courting that woman and getting her to fall in love with you. And because as soon as she does, most women are all in, you know, like they, they uh, have tunnel vision and, and men, we like the chase. Let's be real. Right. We like being in, in the beginning, at least as, as young men, I see your face Baker, but <laughs> that just, it just seemed that shit seemed tiring, man. I just see somebody out and it, that shit look like it's a tiring process. Well, look, you could chase, even while, and when I say chase, I'm not saying always chasing something new. I mean, just be, always being on your toes in terms of like entertaining and, and wanting to court your woman. Like you still court your wife. Yes. I'm sure y'all still court your wife. We talked about dates and things like that. That's yes. a part of it. That's a part of it. The chase yes. is meaning, meaning, you know, making your wife or your girl feel good. And, and yeah, but I'm not, I'm not her courting too. her. I'm not courting her for you hey, don't know, get in to trouble. Hold on, one second. Hold on. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. Let me pull that back. You're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you got a whole marriage going on. So, I, I mean, I, don't, I thought I knew what you was going to say, but I, my bad, Baker. What were you going to say? No, 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 no. You're right. Because I, I, I was going down a dark path. So, no, you good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my, my whole point is that there's that succession. To your point, like, I think that. It makes sense that you hear because I've heard the stories too. Like, yeah, I didn't even want to date this person, and then, but he was persistent, and eventually we had kids. <laughs> you know, three, four, five of them, whatever. But I think that's natural. But you got to know when you know when no means no. When it's a hard no, bro, let it go. 
and walk away with your pride and let her walk away with her safety. You know, <laughs> feel the safe and secure in this world. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think two things are true in this scenario. So we, when no means no, and you read the room the right way, get out of there. Get up out of there. This is my thing though, like in a scenario where you constantly see this person over and over again, it's like, imagine like, well, I know we're grown, but let's take it back to high school or college. Like mm-hmm. you got a class with a girl. You might say something flirtatious, let her know you're interested. And boy, you can't stop playing like that. Da, da, da. Next thing you know, by senior year, you wore ass down. Year, now she she on you. She interested in you. And you know, it's like, so that's my that's where I get the whole like. No doesn't necessarily mean no. Sometimes we got to take two, three no's. Like in sales, they they encourage you to take two. Like you can't stop until you've heard three no's. Yeah. You know, so Absolutely. like. The, but the, it, but if in sales, if a person is just like, no, I'm not interested. Like I do it all the time. Or you did not do your job. You didn't. No, do no, no. It. Yeah, I maybe. Look, maybe, maybe I didn't sell it right. So here. <laughs> I look at it like this. Look, you know when you go to Costco and those people that are selling like uh, solar? Yeah. Or they're yeah. selling those water. Walk right past them. Thank you, bro. So if she walking right by you, are you like, no, nah, I'm good? You just keep it pushing. If they chase you down, you be like, bro. Like, Get up off me. Said, yeah. Like, I'm good. I said, I'm good. I got solar already. I got a water. Bro, you had a you, did you, like in high school, did y'all used to go to the malls with the homies and then just... Everybody would go out, go get at different girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some homies be like, they'll follow the girl all the way down from like one end of the mall to the other end of the mall, taking no until it's like, well, we could be friends or we could yeah. be this. <laughs> Let me just yeah. get your email. Let me get you. And then that little door is left ajar and they all the way in there, bro. You feel uh, yeah, me? Yeah, after, so, after 20, I would say. I'm I, not even going to say that, man. It's just not okay. That behavior was not okay. We were immature. We didn't know better. Nah, no, man. Come, come on, on, man. Okay. We can't Andrew do was that. Okay, don't, bro. don't make <laughs> sound like that, bro. Because sometimes they, they just say yes to be agreeable, man. They just say yes to get along so that they don't get hurt. You just don't know. Like sometimes they, but like, that's yeah, all so you I need. I don't know what this man's going to do to me. All you need is, a, is no, an Instagram. No, but there's no out there, out though, there. that take it too far. You know, yeah, I mean? they take out there. yeah, but I don't think that's what Brandon has said. Like, no, no, Brandon is not saying that. No, no, no. Yeah. But, the, but the the culture behind what Brandon is saying is yeah. what Jason is is saying that we should stop and get away from because there are guys out there that can't take no and want to get to calling girls bitches. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Hey, look, yeah. they grow up and, and they have a stuff. whole lot more power. They they're more violent yeah. or they have weapons now and they have that same attitude. Yeah, they do crazy things. Like, I think we should. Not cultivate that. Be I know we used to do it. I'm a culprit as well. I I'm sure I've done that in my past. So I'm not saying that you know it's not a real thing. But we got to teach even kids how to take no and and reject. Yeah, we got to unlearn from things that we yeah unlearn that shit and and be cool with it. But and like one of you guys said earlier about not making them feel uncomfortable, and I think that's something that's a space that we all can be in and and, re- and not realize we did something. You know. Yeah, and, that's true. I'd apologize to anybody who I can if I can remember a situation like that. But yeah, you hey, talking to a girl. Well, let me let me let me let me get my shit off right now. I ain't never had that issue. I'm you didn't. You didn't. I ain't never had that. It ain't, it, I ain't never had that issue. Y'all have a ball with that shit, man. <laughs> 
first day. Hey, of school, B looking like he about to fry us right now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I understand. I, real, I never had that issue either. But what right. I'm saying is, a lot of times for me, I liked whoever liked me back. You feel me? And I feel like maybe there might have been a scenario where I left some food on the table because somebody was like, no. You feel me? And I'm like, oh, she said no, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I got some homies that take no and they'll flip that no into a yes because they're persistent and they know how to redirect that no to get the outcome that they want to get. Hey, how do you feel? How do you feel when you when you go out on a dinner date and your girl don't finish her food, nor does she take it home? How do you feel? I should have wasted my damn money. Like you wasted your money. I don't feel like that. Take it home. Shit. I'm going to eat What is she like? I don't want to take it home. I feel like they're wasting more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you going to eat that motherfucking food to me. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to throw it away. Sometimes you just got to let it go, bro. I know you paid $60 for that meal, but hey, just let it go, bro. See, now, see I don't understand. See, Jake, this is what I don't understand. I don't understand how you can have this mindset and still... I guess what I'm saying is if I take your mindset that I'm never approaching a woman, like I'm going to let the woman approach me in order to, you know, find a, a girlfriend. No, nah, I'm not saying that you just gotta, you gotta be more convincing. All right. Going back to sales, right. I'm not even, I don't like sales. I would never take a sales job mm -hmm. a marketing job because it, it's not my forte, but when it comes to just creating relationships and talking to people, I'm, I'm I think I'm all right with that. So you yeah. start with, Finding something that you relate on and then you make jokes. And then before you know it, that person feels comfortable with you. And then you make the connection of, oh, where can we take this from here? And 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 I even drop a tip, like for the single men that are watching this, because no, it just doesn't apply for anybody that's in this <laughs> that's recorded right now. As soon as you make that connection, set up the date, like immediately. As soon as she feels comfortable with you and you got her laughing, like, okay, cool. When can I see you again? Wait, you wait, 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 wait. You set up the date the first time you meet her? First time, bro. Out the gate. I can see that working. Out the gate. You got to. Mm -hmm. and, make, and, and don't do it to the point where it's like too. You don't even know if you like her enough to spend money on her. Like you gotta at least get in a phone call in. Wait, Chris, to the I game. wanna talk to you on the phone. I wanna know like to the game. You gotta trust your instincts, man. <laughs> you know what you like. Bro, oh, you know shit. what I like, but we talked about it before, though. You could date somebody, and then when you move in with them, they're a whole different person. Damn, you, you ain't going for somebody at first. Like, yeah, but one of it on never the phone, they say something crazy. You like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You did what? Exactly. You do this. Exactly. You're into this, right? You watch this type. Like, whoa, no, yeah. no, no. I ain't trying to right. find that over a shit Stand that back. I'm paying for. I don't need to. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, hell no. Hey man, charge that little forty dollar meal. <laughs> I don't need to spend one hundred and twenty to two hundred dollars just to find out. No, I don't need to do that, bro. I need to. No, nah, I'm good. Have you ever had to abort the date on the date? Huh? Have you ever had to abort a date on a date? <laughs> no, but I had that feeling in the middle guys. of the date, like, man, this ain't gonna work. Man, oh, yeah. I had to take like shape. in the middle of the day, you'd be like, man, this ain't gonna work. This and see, I'm gonna give y'all another angel answer. Y'all didn't ask enough questions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see what I mean? Uh, <laughs> that's what the date was for. The date was so you could ask those to questions do and get yeah. a candid response because you know she can't take two hours to respond to your text. Like, nah, I need to know what's up. Like, who are you? That's the first question, right? Yeah, but nah. I've definitely had that experience where I'm like, oh, shit, man. 
<laughs> it's a waste of time. You know, I hit, I feel that like I felt that in the first 10 minutes of being on the date before. Like, yo, right, and, aban- and abandon the date. I was just talking to one of my boys about what we did. Uh, 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 I guess an issue or something. I don't know, an experience we had <laughs> when we were teenagers and we aborted a, a double date. Yeah. The whole, oh, going to the bathroom thing and dip. Oh, <laughs> oh, gone. gone. Oh, oh, we have to be like 19 oh, years old. Gone. Bro, I would never think that you would say something like that, bro. You would have to, man. We had to, like, man. We bro, were, yeah, something happened. It was that drastic. Bro, they can be traumatized <laughs> for that. They could be traumatized from that. He could have been traumatized. He traumatized from it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm I'm messed up behind it, bro. Yeah. It wasn't what we expected. This was like real life catfishing. Real life catfishing. I gotta go. I'm out. Yeah, we we were out of there, bro. We like, wait, this you ain't even the people. I got on a red hoodie. As soon as you saw her, they like Jason. No, no, no. Remember, this is Long person, man. I think I saw another dude over there. Look me. Remember now, this was back in the AIM oh, days. This is back. Oh in yeah, no, I, yeah, I've had those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most pictures you getting is on on MySpace, or I don't even think it was, back then. it was MySpace. The the loop or whatever. Like, yeah, you, you oh, no loop. oh yeah, oh man, the loop party line. Party line. On Instagram, no, some of those those pictures be perfect on Instagram. Then you see them in person, you be like. This is not what I was expecting. Hey, hey looking B, at the you, picture. Like, <laughs> hey, B, you strike me as the kind of guy to say, hey, you can tell how fine a girl is by her voice. <laughs> nah. Like, <laughs> B, you strike me as the kind of guy that be trying to talk to the customer service rep at T-Mobile. <laughs> oh, I've done that before. I've oh, done that. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm trying to bail him out, Baker. I saw you. I've done that before, But I know B. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. I get their number, and then I get their Instagram. Don't do or it. Stop. Man, no, that baby. happened to me before, bro. I got yeah, a line. to this day that I <laughs> the number. I'm like, oh, that's a girl from uh, AT and T. You feel me? You gonna yeah, lose your job? You gonna lose your mind? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the, you know what's crazy? They be in other states, so I'll be like, you know, sometimes I come to Virginia. Next time you I'm thinking in Virginia, about taking I'm trips over a customer <laughs> service call. <laughs> Next time I'm in Virginia, I'm gonna look you up. I don't know if y'all ever been to a call center. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Right. I don't know if y'all ever been to a call center, but boy, oh boy. Right, call center be having call center be having some cute ones, but they have their life. You know what I'm saying? Let me say that the call center be having the cute ones. No, they have, they have some cute issues. ones, bro. I'm not. How do you know? <laughs> Oh, I'm not lying shit. to you, bro. I show you on Instagram when I see. So, you. have you been on a date with a chick that you met off off the call center call? No, tell no, the truth. No, I never had. No, nah, right. he's funny. This is wild, bro. I'm nah, sure nah. somebody's in. Hey, if you've done it, leave a comment down here. We bro, most of the, hey, most of the people this. I meet, I meet through other people <laughs> or like you know at a at a friend's event or something like that. I don't. I don't even approach people on the streets. Oh, sure. Especially now that you're in a relationship. You you definitely ain't doing that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. We're talking past. I'm talking in the past, though. Not everything's uh-huh. past this. Yeah, in the past, though. I've just never been that guy to be go after a girl on the street and be like, yeah, let me follow you on some Pepe Le Pew. You feel me? I definitely <laughs> did that when I was younger. I was the guy that pulled up like, yo, what's good? 
pull up on the side, yo, you know, talking while she walking. I did that when I was in my first, you know, what, out of high school dating age. Bro, I never. That's, I, 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 yeah, I don't know, I man. I made that's just the same. We can there bro. since eleventh grade. We get it, bro. I'm just saying that's the way. <laughs> I, that's why I don't understand how you turned that off. Like that's the era we came from. Is where we we met girls with our mouths, yeah. right? So you have to have game. Yeah, I don't know, man. Now you telling me that you can't even say hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what though? You know what should be out? What we got to talk about with black women. Or, yeah, I'm gonna just say it. Sometimes black women look unapproachable. That was my whole thing growing up. It was like, <laughs> they look like, don't talk to me. And maybe it's because they're traumatized because of the people like who we described earlier that don't take no for an answer. Yeah, I, I think that has a lot friend. to do with it. They gotta wear that face at that point. But I'd be like, I'd be in the mall, I'd be in the mall, I'd be wearing, they'd be looking like, oh, don't say nothing to me. And I'm like, Girl, I don't even looking at you. They, they, <laughs> vibe, they give you the vibe like, oh my God, he's going to try to holler at me. You know, right. so I had this, when I was in college, there was this girl that I liked and she often had that unapproachable face or whatever. But this one time she actually came up to me and was like, yo, can you pretend to be my boyfriend? And I was like, sure, have a seat. And this out of nowhere, this dude, just big old dude just comes over there and like he was looking for, her. he walked straight up to her and then I was like this. And then he was like, he stopped and he walked away. And so then we ended up having lunch together that day and I was able to talk to her. We ended up dating after that. But she was really like running from this dude in the cafeteria. Like this dude having like every day she goes to the, she goes she goes to eat and this guy's following her around trying to figure out where she's going to sit. And she has to like end up putting her food out and just leaving, you know, for like a week. There you go. Was, a guy that couldn't take no, no, couldn't take couldn't no. Have, can't take no for an answer. And she walked yeah. straight up to me and was like, can you pretend to be my boyfriend? And I was like, uh, to B's point, I know what you're talking about, B. Uh, you know, I was going to be the contrarian and, you know, try to fill my sisters out. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where um, I don't know where it comes from, but I, I do know that once you approach and you kind of, um, you have to lighten the move for them. You know what I mean? Because they probably already got a lot of stuff on their mind. Yeah, something. no, absolutely. So if you lighten the mood and just take the first, you know, the first, punch on the chin because it's going to come with a punch. You're going to get rejected immediately, more than likely. You know what those... She'll come back and then open up. You know what those girls hate hearing, though? Hey, Let me tell you. Hey, smile. Won't smile. You? They hate that yeah. shit. They hate yeah. that shit. Don't do that. <laughs> no, you will get you blasted, though. No. Um, <laughs> they hate that shit. Come in. But you want to yes. come in with something that lightens the mood. You know yes. what I'm saying? You got to come in with something funny, just something that will grab attention but definitely not being rude not telling them what to do like yeah that ain't gonna cut it no but yeah i, I just i think it's attributed to just strong personality but um i i wouldn't blanket it and say all but i know what you i know exactly what you're yeah talking. it's not all but a lot of times i'm like sis who hurt you you know what i'm yeah. saying like what's up yeah, and I'm yeah, not even trying to. I'm not even the type to approach a girl, but mm -hmm. it's literally like they're they like we're the boogeyman out here, and it's like, yeah. girl, I'm not here to hurt you, sis. And let me just apologize for any black men that overstep their boundaries and make women feel uncomfortable. But you know, hey, if every, every dude if you Orleans, open with that, every dude in New Orleans, hey, low key though, you might, Chris. Remember, remember in Grambling, those guys in New Orleans? Yeah. The shit, the shit they used to say to women? Yes. I, and it worked. Them and, and I don't understand it. 
And I don't right. understand. Give us an example. What you mean? Hey, like bitch it. in the blue. Oh, no. Hell no. no, no. Hey, oh, on the yard. No. On the yard. No, no, no. And they would no, turn no. around. A girl yes. they never oh, no. met, never seen before yeah. in their life. Hey, yo, bitch in the blue. Not you, the other one. Yeah. Oh, no and the girl way. would stop and come back. Yeah. And he's, I mean, I don't know if it was out of fear, because I was afraid. I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. Like, and this, it would work every single time, man. On the yard, too. Like, these are, these are, these are, well, I ain't gonna say, these are women. Like, these are women trying to get college educated. College. Yeah, college women. Snapping their head around and uh, okay with what's being said. Yep. I, think I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's then, sad. That was then, though. I don't know if that's a Yeah, that was, that was early 2000s. Like, we were doing yeah. some wild shit in the early 2000s. Like, yeah, I, we, <laughs> man, that's even sad. That's a sad truth, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I never seen that like Maybe I'm thinking too deeply, but. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay, can I ask one more question? Yeah, let's do it. How do you let your woman know she's wrong when she expects you to be on her side and defend her in a situation? Like, let's say she's arguing with a friend or a mom or a cousin and you she's wrong, but as her man or as her husband, you are expected to take her side. How do you let them know? I was going to ask you your question before you even finished it. Go ahead. I was going to say you don't. Yeah, <laughs> but, you don't. But don't say she, don't say you're wrong. That's not the right <laughs> way. You know. Yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead, Kimo. Y'all married, bros, man. Y'all got the. Don't. Man. I would say don't say that you're wrong. Like don't say you're wrong. Just say hey, you guys are better than that. You. She means something to you, right? So these are the friendships that you might want to nurture. You know, don't. You know, don't. Don't be so hard on her or something, or don't be. You know what I mean? Like. I, I play that role sometimes. Sometimes she's <laughs> she gonna see this shit, but yeah, like, you know what I mean. You can't say you was wrong. You you always gotta be with the home team. Always gotta be unified front. Even when we in public and we have a difference of, of opinion or agreement, we always gonna be together. And then later on, we're like, yeah, I was yeah. fucked up. Don't yeah. do that shit no more. But you know, yeah, I I always and I'm the same with my friends. I try to give them you know grace over depending on what the shit is. If it's something, but if my wife is wrong, I'm not gonna tell her she's wrong. I'm gonna understand why she feels like that and then try to coach her in that feeling to pivot to another outcome. That's gonna help her. Cause she could, she cut somebody off and I'm like, that's your girl though. Like, yeah, you might wanna, that, that's not, that's not who you cut off. You cut off these other kind of people. Right. And you're like, you're right, I reel that back in, you know, cause my wife can be cutthroat sometimes, you know, with, with her respect and her time. And if you, you know, play with those, you out of there. And it might be unintentional. It might be unintentional. So, a lot of them be quick to like the age we are friendships is falling by the wayside yeah, you man. do one little thing they be like nah uh-uh. <laughs> like, that was your girl from way back in the day no 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 yeah, don't matter yeah, I'd be yep. like yo because we've been friends for what over close over to, over 20 years, years. Yeah. you know what I'm saying like men don't really drop friends like Occasionally, there's one or two scragglers that might fall by the wayside, you know. Right. What I'm but for the most part, we keep our friends in our core group. But we, I feel like with a lot of times with women, they be ready to end it. Like one mm-hmm. little thing, I'd be like, "Oh, it ain't that serious. Calm down. Right. Like, right. Please calm down. Like, no, no, no. Uh-uh. Forget her. She did this. I'm like, yo, I just don't. Maybe they have less tolerance for BS than we do." You know, and um, I don't know, but I've noticed that a lot of times and women they me, fall out all the time. Like I, I say this, I don't get in girl business. Yeah, it's, yeah. When it's the girls going at it, 
I try. I mean, you, Kimo, for you, you might have more of a relationship and know your your wife's friends more because y'all been together for so long and y'all so ingrained. But just dating and being in, uh, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend relationships, I'm like, yo, those are your friends, however you decide to handle them. But it does say something, you know, to me about how you handle your friends and how quick you are to cut them off. But I try not to get in the in the weeds, you know, like when it yeah, comes to yeah, yeah, like yeah. figuring out whether who's right or who's wrong. But generally, um, all right, so I just learned something um, about communication in relationships. And I want to share with you on that point. <clears throat> um, sometimes you have to like let your partner be in that moment wherever they're, when they're talking about their issue that they have with their family or their friends or whatever, let them just get it, get it out and be supportive. I guess it's called like emotionally supportive where you just let them be heard. And then not necessarily that you have to agree with everything. Like you don't have to explicitly agree with it, but yeah. just be understanding. Right. Yeah. Where you say, Oh, Oh, you know, you repeat back to them what they're saying, or you tell them that you understand what they're saying and you understand how they feel and why they feel that way. Um, but again, you don't got to agree. You ain't got to say that they're right or that they're wrong. You definitely don't want to say that they're wrong, but if they are wrong and you know that they're maybe overreacting or they're making a poor decision at that time based on their emotions, you got to wait for them to come down off the emotions mm. and talk to them about it. Mm. But if they if they in the middle of it and you're trying to you're saying, "Oh, you wrong," or you know whatever it might be, <clears throat> now you've you know somehow taken the other person's side and now you're an enemy. So yeah. you're not getting anywhere. And as a matter of fact, the problem has now made its way into your bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, be that was, that I think, a, a very valuable lesson. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel like Chris got something to say. Hold up, Chris. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> if you ask me if you're wrong, <laughs> if you ask me if you're wrong, I tell my wife all the time, hey, don't ask me no shit you don't want to know the answer to because you're going to fucking around and hear, hear the truth from me. And like Kibo say, I won't do it in public. I'll, I'll back you in public. But when we get in private, you ask me, I'm going to tell you you're wrong as sin. And matter of fact, you need to get on the phone and apologize. Right? Because that's how you be treating me too. So yeah, hell yeah, you wrong to the motherfucker. <laughs> like that's the time where I can get my shit off. Yeah. Matter of fact, you did the same thing to me last week. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I'll let you know. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, I like your approach, Baker. <laughs> I, I, I think the key is not to meet the fire with fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah. We all agree. Sometimes you don't even got to say nothing. Like sometimes they just want you to listen. And yeah, exactly. I learned I had to learn a long time ago that sometimes she don't want my advice. I don't got it's not a problem for me to solve. Right. She's just talking. And right. I just gotta be like, oh, okay, yeah. Cause if I go in there with like, well, you should now I'm in a shit. And I would be just... <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy, King? Is that it's seen in the beginning, it seems like that's really hard to do, but really that's really what we want to do. We don't want to yeah. get involved in that shit. Right. We don't really want to be involved in the conversation or really even know what the hell is going on. So right. if we just sit there, if we just sit back and just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I hear mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's cra- <laughs> hey, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I can't believe yeah, that. that. Yeah, for real. Wait, she still that shit. So she what? <laughs> yeah. wow. I just opened my heart up to you, and that's all you have to say is that's wow. crazy. Like some of those women here. Well, like, and but then she's also telling you now you can talk. Yeah, so that's exactly. how you know that. Okay, now wait, you can wait, say wait, something. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I gotta wait for permission to talk. No, I'm saying sometimes you can cause you can you can worsen the situation <laughs> by giving unsolicited advice. 
right? Right. Yeah. Because we simplify shit. Like we 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 she got this emotional argument going on, and we over here, you know, being uh being calm and everything. We're like, yeah, just and it's just easy for us. So sometimes I don't just throw my shit in there because right. she's not ready for it. Like Jason said, you gotta wait for it to down a little bit. Yeah. So hey, there it is. Dropping right. jewels. Yeah, no, today was good. It was good. Dropping jewels. Hey, only if the homies will pick it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody gotta do the hard work. No you doubt. Did the work for you, so you ain't gotta make the same mistakes. Just pick it up. I live by that. Hey, one more thing, and I, I know I know we on 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 a way out. When is the last time you cried in front of a woman? Never. Okay, King. My wife seen me cry. Jason. Bro, I can't th- I can't think of the last time. I don't think right. I ever did it. I don't know. I, I could just imagine like the boys in the hood scene with uh Cuba Good and Jay. Oh, and he came in the house. <laughs> the Snoop was too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I, my wife probably hasn't seen me cry since our wedding day. Like I cried when she walked down the aisle. Why? Why do people cry at weddings? Dude, why, that why shit is a man, dude, it's an emotional day, dog. Yeah, no, that shit is an emotional day. No, no. Why? Now I ain't talking about the people in the audience or the oh. bridesmaids. I'm talking about you. Why are you crying as a groom? Like, why? Dude, it's an emotional day, dog. Life is over. No, I <laughs> no, don't do that. I, no, don't do I, that. I saw I saw a video where a guy where the bride was coming out of the, you know, wherever she was coming out of and um or coming into the church. And the the groom was breaking down. Homies, you know. I, I, <laughs> so that, and that's what happened to me. Like I was straight up until my I saw my wife at the end of the aisle. And I was like, duh, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I was like, yeah. why though? Why? I, 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 a, I don't know. It's a overwhelming emotional, like seeing it's like that, uh, it's like Kanye's song, so amazing. I'm the reason everybody got up this evening. Like everybody's here <laughs> to support you, coming from everywhere else. And they hear you got your grandma, your mom, you got your family members, you got all these people there to support you. And it's just an overwhelming like feeling that happens at some point. Mine happened in the car, maybe two hours before my ceremony. And I'm thankful for it because I don't have no video of me crying down the aisle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't got that. Mine's happened in the parking lot of my car. Like, when I saw, you know, I seen everybody, I was like, oh, shit, he showed up. Like, oh, they here. And I'm seeing people, you know, showing up to the hotel and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, like, it's love. It's real. And it just happened. I didn't sit down and think on it. It just came out of nowhere. If I'm supposed and, to expect that, I'm going to do it like chemo, man. I don't know what you was on, Baker, but you was at the top of the... You was shaking, too, huh? Going no, I was shaking, no, and I didn't have no handkerchief, so I was like, I don't want to... No, it was... No, it was crazy. But, nah, yeah, y'all going to experience it one day? I don't think there's anything wrong with a man crying, you know, but just not that often, brother. Yeah, no, I agree. I Look, it's, it's been Why? 50 years since last I should see Come on, man. Men, men have to show their emotion. Men, have to men crying in the dark, bro. Bag. You never heard that statement? Men crying cry in the dark. Who is that? That's that's Michael Basin? Who wrote that book? Men crying in the dark. I forgot who wrote that book. I think it was Michael Basin. <laughs> we are expected to be... Michael Basin, the radio guy? Yeah. We are <laughs> in control of our emotions, bro. So you crying... Come on now, like when I was a kid, bro. I, was, I agree. Quit all that. Quit all that crying. Yeah. Quit that. Hey, <laughs> quit all that. Quit all that crying. What That's why crying? I asked the question, man. Because my my grandfather used to always ask. He said, "Are you crying because you're you hurt or your feelings hurt?" Mm. And you had to think about it, like. 
And then if his feelings hurt, he's like, stop crying. I'm going to give something to cry about. Like, yeah. <laughs> are you crying because oh, you're hurt? Is, like, are you hurting? Are you feeling? This is and, toxic, man. Men cry. Would, yeah, I, just, no, I just think it's weird to cry at your wedding. But men cry. Like, it's okay to cry. Because we like, have emotions. I mean, what, we have feelings. Good excuses, like a good reason to cry. Like, There's always a good reason. Sometimes you don't even need a reason. You just need a good cry. You know what? The You said the last time you cried in front of your woman. You didn't ask the last time you cried. Because I definitely got a good cry out probably like, I want to say October. Last year, bro, on my way to oh, work. Nah. No, I'm lying, bro. I'm lying. I got a good cry out on December 31st, 2021. Just last year on <laughs> New Year's Eve. Bro, what was you crying about? <laughs> hey, man, I just, gratitude or something. I, yeah, that's it. Exactly that, bro. Just gratitude. Just overwhelming gratitude. And, just and that's that feeling like, you can, that you would get on your from, wedding day. Where I've come from, all that I've gone through, especially in the last was right. like, yeah. five years or so. Like, just and then coming out of it, not just that I've gone through it and I'm look like what I've gone through. No, bro, I don't look like what I've gone through. And and realizing mm. that, realizing where my life is, realizing that everything I asked for, everything I prayed for, everything that I that was actually right for me, because I didn't get everything I prayed for. Let's be real. Sure. But but I got everything that I needed, everything that God saw and said, Yeah, this is for you, son. This is for you for now. You right. Know? This is where I want you. And I got it, and I'm good. You know, and I had no clue that I'd be here. I was kind of, you know, I, I, I tried to do the Kanye and speak it into existence, but it was a little fear. But I, the door still opened. The, the blessing still came. And that right there was an overwhelming feeling. And looking wow. back and thinking about that, that was when I, oh, I bawled, bro. But it was, I was by myself. Well, I, I wouldn't say I was by myself. I was on a flight. But it was dark. <laughs> it was a red eye. Yeah, you couldn't be. You could. You could be hey, sitting next to me. I would have told them, "Hey, man. Hey, I need hey, to move my seat. Button. Hey, get, get the small fucking body here, man." I, I have the role. Hey, Nobody flying. Emergency landing. What are you guys going to Rubbing off on you, like. Man. I can't believe I'm saying this because now people who, yeah, people will know. See? Yeah, man. Nah, yeah. I ain't doing it. Can't anyway. cry. We'll talk about it another day. We will. We got to bring this one back. Yeah, no, we got to bring this one back because I think it's a big issue. For sure. If you're watching this, please like, share, subscribe, um, comment. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If there are any topics on your mind, uh, tell us that we're doing a good job. If we're doing great, if we're not, keep your comments to yourself. But uh, we appreciate you guys watching. This is another episode of the Southwest Podcast. I'm Jason. That's Chris. That's Brandon. That's Chemo. And thank you guys for watching. Peace. 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 Please hang up and try again.